if you lose one game, you're playing qualifiers. Nothing new for us in the last <laughs> few years. So. <laughs> Welcome back to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast with Vida and Bora. We are recording this on a Tuesday, 21st of March, after a series loss to New Zealand. We came to New Zealand hoping for a 2-0 win and make the World Test Championship final. We ended up losing the series 2-0. A lot went wrong in this series. There are some bright sparks as well. So to talk about the series and a few other things happened after the series. Once again, I'm here with my co-host Sohan. Bora, cricket season's finished. How are you going and uh, what do you think about the second test? Yeah, in terms of a cricket season winding down, um, thinking back of the season gone by and how to plan for the next year on a personal point of view, which, I mean, is a good way to venture into the New Zealand series because I think we there was a bit of false hope after the first test match, things would be you know, pretty positive, but this is playing against a strong um, team playing at home in New Zealand where not a lot of teams have gone out there and come out on with a series win. So um, it was a big task. We pushed the right buttons in terms of making the game tight and then we were a bit um, enthusiastic going into the second test match, just that uh, reality came down. Um, really fast in terms of how strong the the Kiwi boys were at their home condition. So, um, and yeah, you're right. We went there with the hope of securing or trying to push for a finals berth in the World Test Championship, but came out with a 2 nil loss. So uh, I guess it's let's pick apart some of the performances in this test um, series and some of the changes I mean, which we can, you know, there are two ways to go with, I think, most of the calls, um, which they made, I think, um, mm. looking back, I think we could have held off on some of the calls. So. Yeah, a lot went wrong in the second test. So we'll start with the selections, Bora. We talked about possible scenarios of the 11 um, in our last episode. Um, Nishan Madushka made his test debut. Dick Weller had to sit out, making making way for Madushka to come in. He's an opening bat in trade, but and he batted at number seven. In my opinion, I think that was the wrong call. We have a two-test series against Ireland in, in Sri Lanka, so I think we should have waited till April for Madushka to make a debut back home in the home conditions. That's my personal opinion. What do you think? That you think it was the right call to bring him in? Well, I think. Yes. I think I, I did. Well, on the last episode, I did say they will make the change. Um, you that Nick <laughs> will um, stay out, but that's going by all the hype that is around and what's going on. But when you take a step back and look, like because they discussed about who's the best keeper um, in. Sri Lanka at the moment, they speak highly of Nick Weller and credit to him, he has a test record to show that um, he's one of the best wicket keepers going around. So, um, on hindsight, they could have stuck to that because you needed a good keeper behind the stumps. But I think that first test kind of 
the mistakes he did was highlighted there. Um, but then, I mean, Nishan Madhushka has got the um, form behind him and being youth, new person, everyone wanted to see that happening. Um, but then when you see him in we see him live wicket keeping in a test match you do see some technical faults as well um that um, at first sight of i mean that's my view having watched a bit of cricket that doesn't seem to come across as a natural keeper whereas the big dwellers do have that um, natural wicket keeping abilities same same where some people in the past would speak about um sangakara and peej prasanna where they are like the technical skills they had mm. and how Sangakkar improved himself. So Nishan being a youth player probably has that skill sets and time on his sleeve to improve. Um, in terms of where should he have batted, um, in New Zealand definitely number seven, not so much the opener. I think he would have struggled a lot. Not after fielding for 554. You don't Correct. want to come out and open yeah. it. Running. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah, they batted him there. Um, going into Sri Lanka, does it mean they stick with him or do they again go through the um, ropes of changing players? Um, would be a question. Um, but I think I feel like we could have done by playing Vishwa in that playing 11 instead of Prabhat Jai Surya. Because um, he like the wicket was. I mean, if it was gonna, it wasn't gonna spin on day four or five. It was just gonna be a flat track. So, um, I think we should have done that change there into the second test match. Just bring in that extra quick, um, just to as a change because like even the likes of Asitas, they've had a lot of overs behind them to you know they would yeah. feel a bit of fatigue. So. I would have my change would have been more into that aspect. I would have kept with the same batting order. I mean, the Queller uh, runs. It's he's batting at seven. You don't expect a massive. It's up to the top order to make runs. If the top order makes runs, or if the top order doesn't make runs, the escape goat shouldn't be your number seven wicket keeper batsman. So yeah. Um, well, that's when normally he make runs. When the top order mm -hmm. fails, he, he, he make runs. So. Yeah. I agree with you. It's just that I'm not a big fan of, you know, changing things too much, yeah. especially when we don't play much test cricket, Bora. Yeah. You know, we, we, we stuck to a method in the last few um, few months. Yeah. Which has been, has been good for us. So, you know, this uh, sends a wrong message to the to the players. It's not something you want to think about when you want to perform. Um, especially a senior player. I mean, the Queller is a senior player in this team. You know, if this can happen to a senior player, <laughs> all the youngsters in the team thinking, you know, they're, they're playing for survival after that. Yeah. And that's not what we want. We want them to play their natural mm -hmm. game. You, you are there because you are the best in the country. And this chopping and changing, and especially Madushka is coming in as a batsman. He's not coming in because he's done really well in domestic cricket uh, as a wicket keeper, right? He's 
He's scored tons of runs in domestic cricket and he's coming in as a batsman. So if they want to play him, keep Osha the front end and let him off with the batting. That This is why, like, there's double standards that I didn't like. It's, you know, I, I know that we didn't have a chance to make the finals. Then we would have we would have given everyone a chance. <laughs> Without, yeah. You know, play, play all the youngsters in the team. So just adding to that, you're right, not playing test cricket over six months means... You're going to find certain players, um, especially it's one like who hasn't played a lot of international T20 or one-day cricket um, feel in the brunt of it. And wicket keepers, if we are not always, you know, keeping up in a test match or one day and you're not having that consistent run, you do tend to um, be rusty or yes. form tends to play a part. Then the trans next set of set of players would be the bowlers because you're not used to bowling that, you know, tight lines, having volume built up. First class cricket, the guys don't get this amount of overs bowl under their belt. One day cricket doesn't help for you to form that, you know, steady line. It's more variation driven. So that's the um, form of the batters probably can cope a little bit. Uh, adjust to it, just the concentration changes, um, probably. So, um, when you look at that, were we surprised that the well might struggle or might not feel up to it, especially in New Zealand in seeming conditions? Um, those are things you got to factor in, um, rather than making the move. So, then would another test match given him the opportunity to, you know, have that momentum and then show that difference. We we don't know now because he didn't play. Mm. Um, but now it's what how Sri Lanka cricket plans to manage the test team, take a position on how they want to go um, from here because Ireland, they've changed the one day set up into a test yeah. tournament, a test series. Uh, in a test championship, Sri Lanka only played 12 matches against the other countries which have pushed a lot of test matches. So um few things they've got to plan how they want to go. And I think a good way to move into the next topic with uh, is Dimut, where he's made an announcement. He's thinking he'd like to um, step down from the captaincy. Um, so... That's, I mean, you got to listen to the person why he's making, um, wants to step down. Probably he feels the involvement's not as much, having so many layoffs between series. So being a captain, is there a bigger, big influence on what he wants to do for the team? Or could, could, could that be one of the main reasons why he wants to step down? That's what I was wondering too, Bora. Remember, the start of the series, he backed Dick Fella mm. as the number one wicketkeeper in the team. So, I'm wondering yeah. that decision to keep Dick Fella out of the team has, you know, I'm not saying that, that decision caused Dimut's uh, decision to step down, but maybe, you know, you, you as a captain, you want the team you have the confidence uh, in, right? Yeah. So you're the one taking the team to the middle. You know, you can have yeah. the, all these theories, all these uh, giving opportunities, all that. But end of the day, you are the captain. You, you are the one who's um, taking the team to the middle and you are the one making decisions. So if you don't uh, 
have the confidence in your team maybe he's thinking you know it's time for me to just play as a batsman and just end my career um, as a you know last two three years of my career i'll just play as a batsman so because he, he what what the reason is given was like it's a two year test cycle and uh, he wants to he put you a new new test captain to you know uh, take us to the next uh, world test championship final but i don't know whether it's the right decision because a lot of uncertainties uh, in sri lanka cricket at the moment we don't know who's going to be the next selectors uh, and um there's lots of things happening in sri lanka so adding this to all that which is not good news for us no and if you have a bit of an uncertain schedule in test cricket i wouldn't um, if i'm in timut shoes i'll probably don't want to be you know the test captain as well because yeah. even coming into this test series six months i don't think they would have been planning six months in advance how to tackle this series um but then the little you plan you prepare you come here first test doesn't go to plan and then suddenly all that you plan changes and then you like um you almost think is it worth this effort going into the next one as a group or you concentrate on your individual performances and help towards the team so maybe it's uh, that not having that he wants to concentrate on him in his own game which he's at a good spot where his game games at where he's got full control of it yeah. probably thinks that's a better way to go with it and support whoever the captain that's going to come in because um, now sri lanka are heading into a situation where they've got three good players in uh, dimuth angelo and chandimal who are not on the right side of their age as well so at a certain point they've got to make decisions on how to manage that um so the next line of batters would be your dananjay de silvas osander fernandos um kusal mendis um, those are the guys taking over so they want to take more of a leadership role um <clears throat> and then gradually face or not face the senior players will eventually move out which is a reality yeah i have a feeling dds will be the you know the best candidate if they actually steps down a bit of game of thrones with her with captains in sri lanka in the past so it yeah. will be interesting how this transition happen i think dimuth came in and settled that captaincy swap of hats same with dasun shanaka he managed to you know settle the board there in terms of captains um or leading the ship there um does it now start again when they must let, let's go off his captaincy um yeah. who are the people they are thinking about i think if you take away um, if if the if even if you play niroshan dikwell if he had played this test match he would have become a captaincy contender like he's yeah had a good school record as a captain yeah um, then dananjay de silva i mean front runners would be dananjay de silva Kusamendi, yeah. be there, but he just a bit of gray area around discipline. Same with um, Dikwal. Um, Chandimal probably comes back into the picture mm. as a past captain who 
potentially can take over um, as well. Um, so those are those rotations, but how they manage that, how they tackle that, uh, mm. will also factor around who the selector is. Yeah, they'll have to select a selector first, then select a captain. Yeah, it's all it's a big mess for <laughs> When you talked about changing the captaincy, first thing came to my head is we might see a few players switching clubs if the captain changes. So. That's normal in Sri Lanka cricket. Anything else to talk about New Zealand series? I mean, Ken Williamson had a fantastic series. Highest run scorer. I think he's scored more than 330 runs. Double 100. Nichols got a double 100. Saudi and Henry, most wickets with, I think, more than 10 wickets in both tests. Yeah. If we, if we think about our team, who shined and who didn't do well, for me, footballers uh, did a good job. They didn't break down for a change. Mm. They bowl long spells. Not not the best bowling in the second test. You know, they everyone went for more than 100 runs. But um, I'm doubting the decision to bowl yeah. first in, on that pitch was a bad decision too, Bora. It's a hard one seeing such green grass. So that much of a thick green wicket on. And not a lot of Sri Lankan captains would have gone and said, yeah, we're bad. <laughs> So, Especially when the captain is the opener. Yeah. So <laughs> not surprised on that decision. Looking back on the performance of the series, there's been a bit of spread out performances. But <clears throat> one guy I think was a silent performer, and I what I saw of him, the attitude and how he went about his cricket. Um I was pretty happy was Kasun Rajita. Yeah. Um even at the back end of when you know the game was almost done. He kept batting there with limited capabilities, made sure he blocks it out and somehow just, you know, stay in the moment and try to do his best. So, better uh, more than 100 balls, but yeah, more than 100 balls. So, he's been good. Uh, Sita Fernando's been good. Yeah. Um, Angelo Matthews um, was good in the first case, probably could have, you know, didn't couldn't do what he was needed in the second yeah. and just spaced out performances within. So the guys had four innings to perform and did the guys perform in three out of the four innings? Probably Dimut might be the one ticking that box. Everyone else kind of had a score, yeah. one score out of four, which yeah. in test cricket um, you want to be pushing Except for Kusal, he had two fifties. <clears throat> so he had two fifties. Yeah. So again, a half and half. Like mm. I reckon, a good like Kane Williamson, four out of three, and and two uh, massive scores or important yeah. scores. Um, <clears throat> that's where I think we need to be better. Or that's where Test cricket has moved on, where the batters who score runs score big runs now. Mm. Uh, uh, so. When you think of four innings performances in, would we have done better? Probably yes. Yeah, like Dananjay had a score of a 90 and I think maybe a 40 or a 50. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Osanda probably falls down the pecking order as an opener now with what he's put out there. Yeah. Um, he... Chandimal yeah. did two fifties, I think, out of four innings. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, we we lacked that beginning, but that's why we. That's why we couldn't. We were in good positions, but no one went on and make a big hundred. Yeah, you know we needed that hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty from one batsman. Um, for us to you know be in a commanding position in both Test matches, that didn't happen. Talk about losses. I think Prabhat Jayasuriya was a minus for me, Bora. I personally yeah. believe Prabhat is not our overseas spinner. I think Lasit Amuldenia would have done a better job. Uh, You're right, and I think he's in. Um, I think we spoke about this in when Sri Lanka, the last test series about in Australia yeah. or when Australia were there. Plus, it should be playing overseas test yeah. matches, definitely. So, yeah, I mean it's a learning curve for him as well, Prabhat. He had a fantastic series against Australia. He's yeah, but that was way back, you know. So you can't carry that form after six months. So. You can't blame the guy, but uh, <laughs> Ambula's lengths he ball and those variations he has on those um not so helpful wickets would have been a better option for us than going with uh, Prabhat Jayasuriya. So that's the minus. You rightly mentioned like if we went with Vishal Fernand, it would have been a better option on that pitch. Left arm seam up, both bowling. Yeah. <laughs> You would have, you would have loud ball in there oh, on the fourth day, or right? do you see that video? Yeah. They had to take the cameraman off from one one end, so they they broadcast the test from from one end because the wind was wind was too strong. This one ball it drifted away, all spin and all spinners ball drifted away and pitched outside the pitch. Yeah, so yeah, you would have loved it. Just go. Yeah, bit of <laughs> Focus on to the yes. ODI series that's going to kick off um, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. They're playing cricket after a while as well, I think. But um, I guess um, Tilna Kandambi is a new addition into the coaching group there. So I think that's the right move um, to get him involved. At least if it's not in the short term, he is a coach that could transition through into the national setup. So having him involved there is a good thing. He does command a lot of the respect from the playing group as well. Yeah. So he he will be could be a shadow coach, but he will have some input onto the playing group there. Vanidu mm. Hasaranga um, again, eyes will be on him, how he performs in New Zealand. He's been newly, uh, newly married. Uh, newly married and internet. He's one of the star. T20 players going around in international cricket, so they like to see his skills in see his skill sets in New Zealand, um, because we know everyone knows his performance in the subcontinent and how he goes about it. So New Zealand generally people like to see okay, you're known as a top performer. How do you go in different conditions? And they do rate them similar to how Virat Kohli is rated highly when he tours Australia, scores a lot of runs. As a batsman, so um, one do another small test for him in his individual career. Mm. Um, Dasun coming in here, um, Hatum as well. Um, Hatum Nisanka is a 
interesting one because he didn't make the test series. So mm. I don't know what the scenario there is, whether he's nursing an injury, but Maybe they arrested him, but easy answer for me into an island series or Sunder Fernando will sit out. Patumni's uncle will replace him in that plane 11. Um, but again, yeah, tough. It's going to be a tough one day series. We need to perform really well to be, you know, to get ahead of qualifying or get into the World Cup. Yeah, it's you mess things up by losing to Afghanistan. <laughs> and, uh, what's the other yeah. thing? Zimbabwe. If you lose one game, you're playing qualifiers. Nothing new for us in the last few <laughs> years. So <laughs> we played qualifying here in Australia. So um, we're used to it now. So. Yeah. Um. Two players we forgot. Uh. Matisha Tikshana and. They are both in the one day squad. Yeah. So lots of options for Dasun to pick a team. I think we've got a strong bowling attack. Um, yeah. It'll depend whether they do play Charmika in this setup now, because he's another factor who's found yeah. himself out of the team. So does he find himself into the one day team or is there a change there? Something to keep an eye out. I reckon they'll give him a go first mm. up of the series. Uh, but again, I think the main thing from a fast bowling all-rounder, when you travel out to countries like New Zealand, Australia, England, you got to start performing. You can't do that holding role and take a back seat. Um, you actually have to bowl your full court of overs and make an impact. Um, yeah. So it's another test for Charmika to come through. Um, so that kicks off this week. That will be keen. I think it'll be some good matches to watch. So, um, New Zealand generally plays on smaller grounds on one mm. day for one day games. So, um, looking for a bit more entertainment there. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, before we wrap up, or news coming from USA, USA, they are launching their new. League, Major League Cricket. They call it the USA's moonshot to get cricket going in USA. Big investors, teams all around the country, and uh, there's big names have signed up for this league. I think it's going to happen in July, August. Already seen uh, Corey Anderson, Finchy. You know, the Sri Lankan boys are involved there who've uh, migrated to the US. There are three. Sri Lankan players plus yeah. one who is involved as an overseas mm. player. Um, Cricket Victoria has a partnership with one of the franchises, so that shows the keen interest um, uh, a state team has put through. Mumbai um, Indians, Chennai. Yeah, exactly. Where I wanted to go with franchise cricket, a lot of the country or franchise tournaments expect the IPL teams to venture their investments into it. So um, USC is another market. Um, they've done, looks like it's they're heading the right way. They want to push through to get in an Olympic spot or um, get involved in the competition there. Um, the stadiums looks like they are changing, no longer 
baseball focused stadiums looks like there's a um, there is an effort to make a change into the stadium setup um there are a few snips of seen of the stadium which looks looks more of a fan interacting uh, module yeah. um similar to how the mls probably goes around so so far from the player draft it seems there is a lot of investment behind with some of the franchises coming in next thing would be tv rights which will determine as well who's involved um one small factor they'll I don't know whether they'll struggle or it'll actually work in their favor is the time zone the matches will be played uh, to the viewing time in India so because there's almost a 24-hour turnaround you yeah. might be having watching games during the daytime so yeah. that could be a factor you know, when they crunch the numbers they'll know it might actually work because at that time wonder what will be on tv for people to watch well it's the biggest market in the world bora if it gets picked up the money will flow in you know yeah there's, there's lots of investors when they sniff a little bit of uh, opportunity they'll go all in because yeah, there's no problem raising money there the franchise sport is big in in usa that's that's where you make the money so it'll be tough for Australia and England to compete if uh, things pick pick up in USA. That's my worry because this happens during England's English summer. So if if they lose players going into America, then the hundred will will lose um, their stars. And so it's already it's England and Australia they're already struggling to cope up with IPL so adding this to that I think the the traditional cricket will really struggle in the years to come yeah you're right I think being based in Australia we know the summer of cricket how important it is and how they go about it Boxing Day Test Match MCG um, generally in the past they Australia would loves to play five test matches through the summer. It could be a three-test match series and a two-test match series. That's going to reduce. There's already talks of the Adelaide test match being moved into the new year. Mm. Um, these are factors that would hit those schedules. So um, they might trim down to a three-test series in, in countries like Australia. Um, England's got their summer of cricket, which is about to kick off now. But they're like they're also struggling on the back of a strong winter. So, think I mean teams, countries will have to decide what their traditional game is, and they'll try to preserve that while letting go of a few other test matches or other tournaments that have been just has played, but they no longer can accommodate it because of franchise cricket taking over. That will be we'll start to see happening. It's it's going to be interesting, but I don't have high hopes of more Test cricket being played, Bora. So, which is sad, but it is what it is. We are evolving. Um, cricket is evolving as a game. So, yeah, I think that's all the time we have for this week. Let's talk about New Zealand versus Sri Lanka one day games in couple more days if you have a question or comments please send it to sri lankan cricket podcast at gmail.com or send us a message 
Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Catch you up next time. All right. Thank you. See you soon. Yes. Bye.